This is Work of the Beat. It is Monday night, December 2nd, 2019, as the year pulls to an end. Hope you survive in the blizzard outside. I'm Kevin Cooney, along with Mike Kern. Glad you could join us here on Ticked Off Monday, as everybody around here is a little bit. Gotta get over it. A lot of people just annoyed today, Mike Kern. At the Eagles? Yes. Yeah. See, I I don't know what to say anymore. Like, Mike Mizzanelli had some stat on it. That teams that led by four, two touchdowns in the second half of a game against a team with less than, like, three wins or something like that were 42-0 and until yeah. yesterday. You, you See, I'm not as upset that they lost – because I really don't care. I mean, if they make the playoffs, fine. If they don't make the playoffs, fine. You know, because I don't think they're going to go very – but there's always a chance if you get in, who knows. Um, it was the way they lost. It was – if the Dolphins had come out on them early, mm-hmm. taken a lead, uh, the Eagles had played like crap, whatever, and then maybe just fell short at the end, kind of like a New England Texan game. Sure. I'd say, okay. I wouldn't it, – it wouldn't like absolve them. But I'd say, okay, that's the NFL, whatever. It happens. Four, you're up 14. First, you're up 13. Then you're up 10. It was 10 nothing. I, was I wasn't 10 sure. Nothing. Okay, so 10 nothing. 13 3? Was it 13? 13 3. 13 7. No, it would have yeah. been 13 7. Okay, but you're up 28 14. You scored at the end. You scored at the beginning. They've given you a gift on the onside kick at the start of the second the half. The game is over. Mm-hmm. The game is, you cannot, you score three points the rest of the way. Apparently, you ran the ball four times after the game was 28-20. to 20. You get beat on a fake play for the third time in three weeks. Yeah. Your defense, which had played pretty well the last two weeks against two good teams, gave up more points yesterday than they had in the two previous games combined to a team that was averaging 14 and hadn't scored more than 26 all year and hadn't scored that many points since 2015. And they scored on five straight possessions, if you don't count the kneel down. And Fitzpatrick, who biffed them last year with Tampa, you know, like how? Why? You know, and, and then the coach, and look, no losing coach gets up to the podium. And ever sounds good. But ever sounds one. good. For him to suggest that the Dolphins are a good team, are a good team. Is now I give the Dolphins all the credit in the world. I think their coach has kept them playing when there's no reason to play. Yeah. So I'll give them credit for that. Creative. They're very creative. They're wide receiver. They have one player. They have mm-hmm. a tight end and a wide receiver. And that's all they did after the Eagles like won't even let Fitzpatrick get a pass off for the first quarter and a half. He's just throwing it up here and they're making plays, which is what the Eagles don't do. And their defensive backs aren't making plays. And it's and, and you know what this the, the sad part and I shouldn't think because you shouldn't think about the future till the future's there. Oh, it's here. No, but it's not because you can still get in the playoffs. There's still stuff to play for. Like even if they get in the playoffs, it's not the point. It's not the point. The point is they could, it, it, and we could sit here until doomsday and say, well, who cares? And then they could go out and win a first round game at home. But I'm saying is down the road. There's a lot of things with this team that has to be fixed. And in the NFL, you do see teams get fixed. But I don't see this as a quick fix. I don't either. 
And that's what scares me more than what might happen in the next four or five weeks. We should point out, Harry Mays will be our guest in our second segment. We'll talk about this. We'll probably throw some Temple football in there. Temple basketball, by the way, 6-1. and one. So I know Harry is excited. Harry, of course, from 97-3, long time from 97-5. Uh, now with our buddy Aton Chander and and does some stuff with Tony Bruno, so we'll have him on. But here's the basic couple problems I have. One, I'm tired of head coach. I'm tired of head coach in this sense. The press conference yesterday was bad. He doubles down on it today with uh, on a question to less with the well, if you ever played competitive sports, you would know, which is like the ultimate like. Yo, He's not a good press conference guy. But, okay. you know, and now we understood why after his first year, they kind of pulled him back. Then he was really good. And now that they're losing again, you know, you kind of see a little bit of the, of the true colors. That's one. Two, the idea that this team is just somehow a hair off. and No, they're not. Never said that. They're not. No, right. but they are saying that. Oh, it's the injuries. Oh, it's this. Oh, it's that. Well, they have no. had injuries. Yeah, they oh, have no. had injuries, but you're not good enough. Here's the problem. When they won the Super Bowl, which we're starting to see was a fluke. Yeah. But they did it. Doesn't matter. They did it. It's like mm-hmm. the Flyers making the finals that one year. Yeah, it was a fluke, but they did it. Okay. They think, the orga- I'm talking an organization now. Not not just the coach, not just the, an organization. Yeah, it's that, a mindset that their crap don't smell. That they it's been are been that way for two years, and the last two years they were four and six and five and seven. Now the coach ain't going anywhere. Ah, so forget that he ain't going anywhere, and probably not. He would probably have to have a couple more bad years before the oh, owner. Oh, I think one more. Oh, uh, I I think. I think that he, you know, look, that that era of you win a Super Bowl and you get 10 years. Is I, I think you're under, I didn't say 10 years. I know, but. I uh, think you're underestimating the cachet of the first Super Bowl in this town. Brian Billick got like five or six years. John Harbaugh got a long time and people were like starting to say, well, maybe he was in trouble until he drafted this guy because they won in 2012 and then didn't make the playoffs for like five years. I think Doug would have to really really and he did make the playoffs last year and but, he did win a game but doug is gonna have to change his coaching staff oh that well that's a whole different ballgame yeah they're all gone i mean schwartz i don't know grow has to go row is gone and the wide receiver coach is gone and the d-back coach has to go. probably but okay but as long as the philosophy is the doug and i understand it's a passing league it, I, I i get all that teams throw more than they run but he just abandons it like the first time they get it. They were averaging like five yards a carry yesterday. Yeah. And, 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 and ran it four times after it was 28, 20. Um, it, it just, it's, I, I don't, you know, if you throw out the Super Bowl and you, it, I know you can't throw out the Super Bowl year. I get all that. And the first year you had a rookie quarterback. They went seven and nine. I'll give them that. The last two years, injuries or not. Other teams have injuries. They had injuries the year they won a Super Bowl. They have more injuries than this year, more more significant injuries. At some point, but I think Doug at least gets two more years. At but, least. But but and, and here's where I think this has to be for the whole organization, okay? Just because you may win a phony division title, and it will be a phony division title if they right. win it, okay? 
and you may sneak into the playoffs. You can't let that blind you. I don't think they will. Because of people like no, because of people like us. No, 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 no. no. They're, they're no. It, it 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 may f- now if they got into the playoffs and won a game and then went to the second game and like almost won like, like last, last year, year you know they might sit there and go okay we, we need to fix some things but maybe not and and, and there's some, some things may this is what and you've talked about Howie a lot um when you draft Sidney Jones and it doesn't work out which it looks like it's not that sets you back when you draft a guy like Whiteside and I know he had a touchdown yesterday it was his only catch but. Whatever. Or a good play. But he made a good play. Yeah. I'll give him that. When you draft people in the second round or Aguilar in the first round, it sets you back. Let's say Dillard can't play. And I, I, he's shown signs he can play, but let's see if he can play. One of the things, I was listening to too much talk radio today, but one of the things somebody brought up was, might have been Barrett Brooks, I don't know, but whatever. Look at the guys. None of their guys seem like they get better. Like Wentz well, quarterback has not gotten better. better, but other guys even like 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 other guys. They, they pointed out guys, and I, I, I but like a guy some, who got some better. of their offensive linemen, like Salamu started in the, for the Super Bowl team, yeah. and now it's Vitae. like Vitae, that yeah that excuse me, and now it's like yeah, um, you know I think Sanders is pretty good, but they got to figure out well, you know how to use him better. Maybe you know, Jason Peters, it's time. It's time to have the Oh, power. I think everybody knows that. Knows I that. think him and Sproles came back. It's painful to say this because I actually like the guy personally. When Jason Kelsey said it was time to retire last year. But didn't he sign two-year? He may have signed a two-year. Is but he it, playing that badly? Uh, he's been... Let me put it this way. I'm just he's also no, I'm just He's asking. also responsible for the coverage idea on an offensive line. Yeah. That hasn't been working so well. Okay? Yeah. He's supposed to be the guy who's good, supposed to be... Kind of the quote unquote quarterback at the line. He gave the left side of your line like lots of money. Yeah. Both of them, right? Yeah. Okay. So you also got your lawn snapper and your kicker mm. long term, too. Um, I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't think Jackson's coming back. I, I don't. Oh, I mean, they might. They might. You, you know. know who the Eagles really need right now? This sounds really strange, and some people will revolt because I said this. They need Joe Banner. They need Joe Banner, uh, a Joe Banner type. Yeah, but yeah, to come in. But that ain't happening either. How he's not no. There. But See, they need a Joe Banner type to come in and wipe away the sentimentality that has yeah, but existed. Nobody in that said that two years ago. And Ray Dittinger was on here last week and told us the exact same thing. Everything Howie did that year turned to gold. Okay, so we can sit here now and criticize him, and that's fair. But everything he do- did the year they won the Super Bowl worked. Every guy he brought in, just about, worked. So we can't just sit here and say, well, how he stinks. No, because well, they won a Super Bowl. But, but I'm saying this in an organizational mindset. And you talked about how they feel like their they're crap don't stink anymore. Okay? When you get stale, and they are stale right now as a football organization, you become you hold on to things. We've talked about the Brandon Graham signing. And Brandon Graham's not had a terrible year. No, he hasn't. But Brandon Graham... The contract is not worth what Brandon right. Graham is. Remember how many times we criticized Banner for getting rid of guys that we didn't want get gone, and and most of the time Joe was right. He, he didn't like that, but but when Dawkins when Dawkins left, I mean, my God, this town went like Natola, and that was the one instant. Well, two. Well, there was Jeremiah, two. Tr- Jeremiah, Jeremiah Trotter. Trotter was the other one. So and and Joe Banner never won anything. I, I'm just going, uh, you know, yeah, they got to a Super Bowl. 
Okay, fine. They got to a lot of NFC title games. I think Joe was there then, wasn't he? Yeah, Joe was there. Okay, but I'm just saying, these guys won a Super Bowl. Joe was there. And we the can dream sit team. there all we want and say, well, that was two years ago. And we may be sitting here three years from now saying, well, that was five years ago. But they won a Super Bowl in a town that cherishes football like no other sport and it never happened before. And that does give you a certain amount. I'm not saying it gives you carte blanche. I don't mean it that way. But at some point, yes, do they have to change it? But, but the core of it, Howie's probably still going to do business how Howie does business. And, and the coach is probably still going to do business the way he does business. And maybe Frank Reich and Filippo were the guys. We will never know that. You'll never. Nick Foles stinks now, and some teams paying him like forty million dollars. Mm-hmm. But everybody now, maybe if Nick Foles was here, he wouldn't stink. But Nick Foles is a journeyman yeah, quarterback. And I'm just saying. But that was I know. Everybody brought up the quarterback yesterday as a reason. They scored thirty-one points. I mean, it, no, the quarterback was not the reason. He was but not it the re- just He didn't seems, help. It just seems like there's something missing. Yeah, there's something missing. And when you're the quarterback and there's something missing. That's usually not good. No. And I don't know how you fix it. And the problem is, do you think Doug knows how to fix it? Yeah. Now, you're, you're saying, maybe they get a great coordinator in here next year. Maybe Doug gives up the play calling for crying out loud. Um, maybe he needs... Remember when Randall had um, that guy, the quarterback's guy, and, and he died? When Ted Aceto. No, no, not Aceto. Doug Ted, Scoville. Doug Scoville. Doug Scoville. No, yeah, okay. Was the offense, uh, was the no, uh, quarterback his, coach. Okay. Was quarterback coach. And, and he was great, and then he died, right? Died, died one of the last weeks of the season back in, I think, 90. Yeah. Yeah. And Randall, you know, was he was Randall's kind of guy. Maybe Carson needs that. Because whatever he was doing two years down, maybe the injuries have just taken that away from him. I yeah. don't know. But whatever he was doing two years ago, he was going to be the MVP of the league. Yeah, he was. In his second year. Mm-hmm. You know, he was pre Mahomes and pre Jackson. You know, he was that second-year guy that was tearing the world on fire. But, the, yeah, we, we, regardless of what happens, whether they finish 6-10 and 10 or they go 9-7 and seven or they go 8-8, eight and eight and it, whatever happens, short of making a run in the playoffs, which none of us really think is going to happen, th- th- there's a lot of soul-searching to be done. Yes, there is. Uh, when we come back. Here, here's the question, though. Do you think Philadelphia is confident that they can do the proper whatever it takes to get back to being that team they were two years ago. I don't think today's the day to judge that because I think everybody's mindset on where they are as an organization is so... Yeah, but that's what you have to look forward to. I know. I know. And and that's... And the Giants are worse than the Dolphins. They are. We'll break down that game for next Monday night in in a little bit. Uh, actually, probably. Here's how you break that game down. They better freaking win. If they lose, then it will be ugly there on a Monday night. Oh, God. Oh. A December Monday night. Against the Jints? Not that a lot of Jint fans will come down for that. I don't think so. Oh, they're firing. Oh, God. You listen to the fan. I'm I'm in the building there next week. I got tickets Monday night. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Friend of ours got me tickets. Uh, Well, hey, I. Merry Christmas. Hey, look. They meant well. Yes, they um, did. Maybe you'll see a W. I'm going to tell you something. If the Giants come in there and beat them on Monday night, then it is over. Well, probably it wouldn't technically because the Dallas could lose to the Bears on Sunday. And you're in the same exact position because the Eagles own the tiebreaker, apparently, which is common opponents. 
And the Bears' loss would hurt the Cowboys because the Eagles beat the Bears, yep. which is the amazing thing of all this. Yep. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. When we come back, Harry Mays will join us. We'll dive further into this mess known as the Eagles. Because we have to. Okay. That's next. I'll work on the beat. Looking to reach the sports fans of Philadelphia in a brand new way. This is Kevin Cooney. Each week, the Work of the Beat podcast with Mike Kern and I brings the hottest topics into this sports crazed town with the people and the events that shape the landscape. Now, your business could connect with those people by advertising on the Work of the Beat podcast. Join us at 267-546-7277 or email us at workingthebeat at gmail.com to find out how you can reach out to this growing audience. It's the best sports talk in Philadelphia, and you can be a part of it. That's 267-546-7277 or workinthebeat at gmail.com to join the Work in the Beat podcast family. <clears throat> Joining us now from 97.3 ESPN and from the Mays and Aton and Mays show with Aton uh, Chander and formerly in 97.5 The Fanatic and always from Temple University. It's Harry Mays. Harry, how are you? Kevin and the Colonel, how you doing, man? Great to be a part how come of this we, today. How come we just get you and not Aton? Isn't that like a know, package deal? Probably doing one of his fifty shows. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's got like six more shows this evening before the <laughs> night is over. So he's almost in Jody Mack territory. Is that what you're trying to tell me? You know, I, that's a that's a good comparison. I, I <laughs> I've lost track of how many shows Jody does, but but that's that's a pretty good. Uh, that would almost be like an even match. I don't know if you could even put a point spread on that. They, it's amazing. I, I, I was listening to Jody the other day and he's talking about, and, and like, does he work every day at like, like 30 different outlets yeah, between Sirius, yeah. the fan, he's got a national CBS yep. sports. Yeah. And apparently he takes that train up I to New bet. York like every day. Well, I think he also has a home studio. Too. Oh, okay. He does have a home studio. Yeah. yeah. Why don't yeah, we have, Oh, we do have a home studio. Yeah, I'm in my home <laughs> studio. Aton <laughs> now has a home studio too. Correct. So do I. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Oh my God. The whole yeah. world's changing. Yep. Uh, all right. So what was your day like today when you uh, threw open the lines and, and started talking? How, how? What was the outrage meter at? Well, you know, the outrage meter, it was, was high as you might expect. I mean, I, I described it as, you know, I'm an Eagles fan too. I don't just do sports radio in this town. Like I, I root for the team and I was embarrassed to have to come in and talk about what happened yesterday and it brought me back to Thanksgiving, ironically, time period of 2015, which is the last time I felt like this. Detroit, which right? Was after they got waxed by Detroit yeah. on Thanksgiving Day, and that was the third of three straight losses under Chip Kelly to uh, Tampa Bay, Miami, and then Detroit. I don't know if I have that all in the right order, but I know Detroit was the last one. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it eventually ended in his demise after losing the Redskins uh, on that Saturday night in uh, late December. And I, I don't know that that's going to happen, something that drastic, but that's a, that's how embarrassed I felt. I mean, they, they got carved up by a 37-year-old journeyman quarterback from the football factory that is Harvard, like a Thanksgiving Day turkey. I mean, it was unbelievable what I saw in, in the second half. They were up 14 points and proceeded to just give up drive after drive. And some of them are really long drives. I think they had one that was 96 yards. Yeah. 15 plays, 96 yards to Fitzpatrick and a couple of receivers. I know Devontae Parker was a big recruit or a big uh, draft pick out of Louisville, but he's underachieved. But yesterday, I mean, you would have thought that he was playing for 
you know, his, his, his last contract, he wanted every ball that was thrown in his vicinity. And today you heard the coach, or I, I was reading the quotes that the coach was on with Angelo and basically said that uh, that team wanted it more than we did. And that to me is the biggest statement. That's a, that's a mouthful. I mean, coming from a, a, a team that was two and nine, they were trading off parts, going nowhere, but any, you know, the only place they were going was to the top of the draft. And they wanted to win more than our players who actually have a lot to play for. And ironically, since they're in the worst division this year in football, they still do have a lot to play for. It's unbelievable. Well, and, and I just mentioned this to Mike. To me, it doesn't matter if you win the division or not. It really doesn't. Um, because, one, Mike says, well, you could win a playoff game or what. You're gonna but, get, but even if you don't win a playoff game. It does matter. Kevin, you can't just say it doesn't matter. But I think for the overall health of yeah. the organization. It's better to lose. It's you can't let that you can't let the idea of putting some false banner up there. But that's yeah. a totally different argument. Well that's that's fine. So that's where I'm saying it doesn't matter. They have to undergo significant changes in this offseason. Like they got a clean house on their coordinators. They got a clean house on in my mind, they got to get rid of as many of these olding, older, decaying veterans as they can within reason. And they have to admit that they're two years away from starting again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I'd like to see them win the division and make the playoffs, get a home playoff game. Maybe you win one, you get to the second round just to like extend the season because – uh, you know, I love football. I know you guys too. It's 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 number one for me, and I'd hate to see the season end. But I do agree with you, Kevin, in that you hope that 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 if that happens, it doesn't mask that mask the the warts on this team and make them think that they're better and they don't need drastic change. They think they're better. See, yeah. that's the whole problem. The Super Bowl was a miracle. We will look back on that, and I'm not saying they won't win another one or or whatever. What happened that year, losing all those guys, beating the Patriots, getting the home field, beating the, the Falcons when they couldn't score from the eight-yard line, right. it was a miracle. But it yeah. happened. So you have to give them credit for it yeah. happening. But I think since then, it's like they think they're the smartest guys in the room now. They think that, you yeah. know, and, and that's what I think. There's not that sense of, um, not urgency. That's not the right word I'm looking for. But, like, it's Humil- almost like. Humility. There is no they, humility. As John Chaney used to say, they start smelling themselves. And yeah. I think oh, I they're still great. smelling themselves to a degree. Yeah. And no, I, I think, I you know, and it shows. It, it just shows sometimes in the way they play. How can well, you play not, New that's England? That's what happened yesterday. They, they went up 28-14, and they thought that team was just going to fold up. Yeah. They did. I mean, yeah. that, and that was a team that, you know, yeah, look, they, they tried to go onside kick to start the second half to give the Eagles yeah. a short field. You get in and make it 28-14. And they gave him a short field to start the game. Yeah. Yeah, they did with the interception. With the interception. Yeah. But, I mean, the idea that you could lose that game is yeah. Even <laughs> after mean? the Dolphins went ahead, I'm sitting there going, nah. And I'll tell you what, that last play, that was damn close to getting caught. Yeah, Jeffrey's there. If the defensive back doesn't yeah. do but But there was yeah, no was. point I thought they were losing that game until it got really, really desperate at the end. Then I'm like, oh, my no, God, I, dude. I, I, I did. I went upstairs to get a, a beverage after Elliott missed the field goal. And that was two plays after Ertz missed what would have been an easy touchdown, in my view. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Wentz got sacked. They had to kick the field goal and miss the field goal. It was still, I think it was 28-20 at that point. 
And I went upstairs and I told my wife, I said, they're going to lose this football game. She goes, what? I thought they were up two touchdowns. I go, they're going to lose. And I went downstairs and sure enough, unfortunately it happened. But I, I just, how does Ertz drop that ball? He dropped two yesterday, but that he's had was... problems this year with a couple of them too. Yeah. Uh, this has been a recurring trend with him and he's kind of flown under the radar because everybody else has had because drops. everybody's on Aguilar and Jeffries. Yeah. By the way, Nelson Aguilar, there was a, there was a screen pass that, that Wentz and I tweeted about. So there was a little pass out to the flat that Wentz over through Aguilar and Aguilar mm-hmm. flashes this dirty look back. Dirty look. It's like, dude, who the hell are yeah. you? <laughs> who are you? Look, it's it, the quarterback made a mistake. Who the hell are you to criticize anybody or to flash yeah, a dirty look? Too. I didn't tweet about it, but I know exactly what you're talking about. It was. <laughs> it's like really. So let yeah. me ask this: What fake play will the Giants run on Monday night? Oh man, because you know they got. I mean, in a row. but their see their coach is worse. He's he's he's. He's he ma- gone. He, make, he makes Manny's look colorful. No, he's gone. He's he's really bad. The two coaches in New York are so bad, it's yeah, just beyond description. Right. But if the Giants don't have at least one or two of those plays, and on the other side, if the Eagles aren't ready for one or two of those plays, right. somebody's got to get shot. Because that play yeah. yesterday, you have to call timeout. Do you exactly. not? Yeah, exactly. but I didn't want to waste the time out. College play, didn't it? Like you, you, us three guys, we watch more college football than most people. Yeah, and you'll it see did. Formations like that every now and then in college. And what does the coach do if he's not ready? He's running down the field to get to the official to call timeout. Yeah, he looked like a Chip Kelly play. Sure, yeah. and I mean, and I mean yeah. that as a compliment. I mean, it looked like a Chip Kelly yeah. play. Right. Oh um, God. Jeez. All right. So, assume there are some changes that take place with this organization. Where are you starting? Well, I think you got to start with the offensive coordinator, definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to get somebody in here that is Wentz approved. I mean, a guy that, that looks at Wentz's game and says, here's my plan. He comes in the, to the interview with like the Andy Reid binder, and he's got, you know, page after page, chapter after chapter of this is, I've evaluated this quarterback skill set. Here's what he needs to improve on. Here's what I can do as far as a play caller and a play designer to cater to what I believe he does best. And that needs to be priority number one, because this is this is still about this this quarterback. You does this, does that mean, Harry, eight to 10 years? Does but, that mean Doug's not calling the plays anymore? Because I don't know if know, that's going to happen. I couldn't care less if Doug calls the plays to, to me. He would be better served as a CEO type of guy, sure. because I think this is all a little bit too much for him. Uh, but you know, he's very, he seems to be a very kind of proud guy. And I mm-hmm. don't know that he's going to give that up, but I would love it if he did. And I, the, the core, see, I think they also have to get, I guess the wide receiver guy is going to, right. He's, he's oh, I would defensive, think the defensive staff back guy, get. right. Defensive back. Yeah. Guy. Cody on them probably. But I think as much as an offensive corner, don't they have to get a quarterbacks guy? I guess that was DeFilippo's job, right? Yeah, who I, just I kind of is Carson's guy who like follows him 23 hours a day and they kind of have that bond or something. Yeah, I, I agree because it, it was sort of, it was like that when they had the three, the three headed uh, offensive staff, you know, around him with Reich and Filippo and Doug. I mean, I, I thought, you know, Carson was on his way to an MVP season yep. and people seem to forget that guy. You know, he, he did exist and they can, they need to find a way to get that guy back. And I think the only way they're going to be able to do it, is to do like you know you and I and we're all saying is is to go find him coaching that caters to him and his skill set and can really you know be 
be a guy to get him his confidence is is shaken now yesterday i thought he played good i thought he played well could have been played better of course but i thought that he was far from their problem yesterday but they need to he needs to get his confidence back and i think that's only going to happen if he's got coaches around him that really sort of understand what he does best harry mays joins us here on working the beat harry if we're talking beyond the the coaching offices i you know look we we agree that doug's not going anywhere how about yes. Howie? Uh, I wouldn't be be opposed to Howie stepping aside and just focusing on what he does best. Contracts. Which is the contracts and, you know, capology and all that good good stuff. And let's go out and get another uh, another general, a real general manager that is, uh, is a football guy. I hate to sound like that guy, but that's what they need. I just, yeah. I just don't see either Howie or Doug taking a step back yeah. unless it's forced upon them by the owner. Because like you said, Doug's proud. I'm yeah. sure how he feels the same way. And he goes, Hey, we won a super bowl two years ago. And there's, all the more, of a, and there's more of a connection between Howie and Jeff sure. than there is. Absolutely. Yeah. And they part at once. I mean, but yeah. I, I just think the, the whole organization kind of has to self examine itself mm-hmm. and say, how did we go from being that team to this? Cause you were four and six last year and now you're five and seven this year. So, and people kind of forget that because you want a playoff game and almost want another one. But mm-hmm. at some point, and they're old, you know, which is maybe the biggest problem is there's got to be this offseason, whatever happens these last four or five or six weeks, they got there's there's things that got to go on this offseason, which would include maybe drafting somebody who could actually help them. Yeah. What, what a know, novel idea. Do you know <laughs> if the season ended today? And I, I know it doesn't. You know where they're drafting? 12? Uh, 12. The I got that right? 12. 12. Okay. They're 12th. Yeah. And what would they get with yeah. the 12th pick? Probably something <laughs> that would be a project <laughs> at this point. Some yeah, guy who I, sat I, out the whole season with an injury, but he would have been the third pick in the draft if he hadn't got hurt. Think about this. <laughs> They're only two games ahead of the Redskins right now. Well, the Redskins are still mathematically alive, alive, which tells yeah. you everything you need to know about this division. Right. There is a mathematical scenario. Think about this. The Giants are worse than the Dolphins. Yeah, they are. They've only got two wins. I know. That's impossible. The Dolphins were supposed to be tanking this whole thing away. They're going to draft like fifth. Yeah. And not get the quarterback they need. It's unbelievable. They get Tua with the fifth pick. All right, uh, Harry, I got to bring a couple Temple items up for you. Uh, All right. Let's start with football. Did you weep when Steve Adazio got fired up at Boston College? No, I didn't. I, I kind of forgot about him. I know a lot of Temple people want to want to uh, pile on and, you know, sort of pee on his grave and that kind of thing. I've never that been that, that really that guy like a lot of the Temple people are. I mean, you know, he was up there for, what, six or seven years. I, I just kind of want to know what Boston College, who does Boston College think they are? I mean, they're a seven and five team pretty much on, on a good year. That's just what they are. They're in a conference that is really too too much for them and if they win seven games and go to the pinstripe bowl or whatever every other year that's really what they are i don't think you know they're not com- going to compete for any championships I, got, I hate to break it to them yeah i couldn't agree with you more they're, they're yeah they're in the conference for the money which i get but yeah the one right. thing about steve was and i never root for guys to get whacked or anything but he was a bad guy mm-hmm. i mean just to me i mean i i you know and, and he was a bully he yeah, was he a was. bully, was. and I didn't like that because he had Golden before him. Mm-hmm. Golden was great, and then yeah, Rule was him. was awesome. Um, 
and well, then he even wanted out like two weeks after he got the job. He wanted the he Connecticut wanted job because yeah, because and then he, he he went to them like three times during his two years. I was told and got raises because he would yeah. tell them like you know NC State's interested me or this or and you know what? God bless him. To me, Steve Adazio is a line coach. That's what he uh-huh. should be. He's, and he's yeah. probably a great he line a coach. One. Yes. Yeah, he was a good one. Yeah. But, you know, he's just one of those guys that just, he, he wanted everybody to be afraid of him. All right. Yeah. While, while he's, I, Harry doesn't want to pile on, on the Adazio thing, I'm going to bring up another name, Manny Diaz, at this point, oh, who is really oh, getting roasted him. in Miami. Yeah, screw him. Yeah. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> they ended up 6-6, six and six, believe it or not, I think, right? Yeah. And yeah. they had people, it was funny because, I know a couple of people who are Miami people and they really acted poorly. Like, you know, they had a lot of unsportsmanlike kind of penalties and everything. And people in Miami going, we don't want this as a representative. And I'm thinking to myself, wow, you're saying that what? in Miami? It's been like, I know. That. It's been like yeah, really? that for 35 years. It's like you woke up now? But see, <laughs> yeah. here's the thing. It's all about that turnover chain and all that kind of stuff. He also had a touchdown at- ring that he created this year, too. Oh, they do? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. See, the thing Great. with Manny is, and I, I never, I, obviously I never got to know him. I didn't really know Jeff that well. To me, Temple's in a league where the coaches are going to leave. That's mm-hmm. just the way. Now, this guy may not. I don't know. He may stay there. But to me, you want your guys leaving. Because if they're well, leaving. Successful. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. when you when Houston loses Tom Herman, okay, we went 12 yeah. and 1 or whatever we did. Yeah, until uh, they can put 50,000 people in a stadium on a weekly basis at home and then pay the coach $4 million, the coaches man, are going to leave. It still ain't happening. I mean, Matt wasn't staying. And Matt wanted to stay. I mean, Matt liked Philly. He couldn't stay. But Manny went to the one, like... Manny and Jeff both went to places where I can't fault them for going. You know, Jeff went to his alma mater, um, mm-hmm. and Manny, you know, he was at Miami, and and then all of a sudden Rick decides he's going to retire. So I can't, like, you know, I can't. Adazio, after two weeks, wanting to go to Connecticut, mm-hmm. that to me was a little different. But Temple yeah. people just got to get used to the fact that that league, anytime there's good coaches. It's a stepping stone. League. Exactly. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. Bell- yeah. Norvell's probably going to be the next one out. Who's that? Who's that? Norvell at Memphis. Oh, sure. Why yeah. wouldn't he be? Yeah. Um, and I'm sure the guy at Cincinnati is is probably getting looked at Luke by Fickle. people. Yeah. yeah. Why wouldn't they? Um, and, and Luke already has you Ohio State in his background, so yeah. right. he, he probably right. will. Yeah. What do you? What did you make of the out season? Obviously, the American turned out to be really good. Yeah. And good. and they were and they were and they were competitive. Yeah, it was. I was, uh, you know, eight wins was my top end, and I was very pleased with that. And they really should have beaten uh, Cincinnati. I can't believe they lost to Buffalo. That was the if they if they had beaten Buffalo, this would have been a great season. But their special teams was horrendous all year long, and it really cost them, you know, quite a few uh, instances. And it, it cost them a game in Cincinnati. So that that kind of burns me knowing that the guy that used to coach that is, is now down at Baylor. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, to me, he should still be here, but I, you know, eight wins is really good. I, I'd like to see them go win a bowl game, whoever they play. Hopefully it's a power five team. And, you know, this will be a year where they don't have to, you know, worry about not having their coaching staff or their coach coaching them in the bowl game. It seems like that's the case basically, uh, you know, every other year. So I, I was pleased with it. I, he's got a recruit. Uh, I think he's doing a pretty good job. I just saw where Yaboa is leaving. He's going to—I think he's going to Baylor, actually. Right. Um, the tight end, but I think they've—they've they've got a couple of other 
players in the pipeline at that position. But uh, I'm hoping that some of the people at Temple, because they're so they're so afraid of everything, are now thinking that this is going to you know open up the door and guys are just going to be transferring left and right. I'm like, why? Like, what what gives you the indication that? Because one guy's leaving, there's problems. Harry, you know, that's, a great, always, that's a great line you just had. Problems. I wish I had come up with that line like 10 years ago. They're so afraid of everything. It is, they are. That is absolutely the truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everything that happens is going to be bad. And, um, and Temple people don't like this. They do have inferiority complex. You know, they do. Yes. Can, Every no, persecution yeah. complex. Okay, good. Yes. Same thing. Yep. It's the same thing. Yeah, I mean, you know, in basketball. Why aren't we Villanova? Yeah, in football, uh, you know, why aren't we Penn State? Yep. Two or less, yeah. Two or less, yeah, yeah. sort of the same, yeah. yeah. There's no other just, comparison. Just be Temple. Yeah. Just be Temple. It's right. okay. It, it, it's good it's enough. A, I mean, <laughs> yeah. they won eight games this year with a quarterback situation, and Harry, you and I talked about when I saw you, I think at the Memphis, yeah. uh, was it the Memphis game? Uh, yeah. Their quarterback situation was not great, and I've covered Anthony Russo when he was at Archbishop Wood. Uh-huh. He he was very inconsistent this year, yeah. and they no still doubt. found a way to win. Well, their defense games. was really good. They did their have de- a lot of drops though, too. Yeah, it's I mean, true. It, there was a couple games the there where he was he was putting the ball in their hands, and they were dropping the, him. But the, yeah, I, I I get it. The bottom line is going to be because Matt could recruit, and Matt had people on his staff that could recruit. Could but, Temp- Kim but, but Temple's recruit. always going to get have to get a lot of kids who are an inch too small. You know, a, a, a tenth of a second too slow. Whatever. That's what Temple is. And then you yeah. go there with a chip on your shoulder and you prove to everybody that maybe they should have recruited you. But the, right. the thing is going to be, can this guy keep bringing good players in, um, you know, to get over the eight wins? You know, there's yeah. no doubt that I think this guy can win seven games a year or eight games, whatever. Um, but can you get to that 10 win or something like they did? Yeah. And that's twice with rule. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, and it'll be interesting. Yeah, now, now that Shiano's in in back at Rutgers, that kind of uh, that kind of concerns me because I think they they kind of feasted on more New Jersey players than they otherwise. Right. Would that's have. interesting. I had you not know? thought that's that's an interesting point. Yeah, yeah. Harry. Uh, all right, I know you love college football. Do you see any surprises mm-hmm. coming this weekend? This weekend in the championship games, I kind of like Baylor. To win this game, that would for be some stupid reason. That would be but. interesting to watch them watch, like because Utah, Oregon, they're not getting in the playoff. No, no, but where Baylor no. would end up in a in a bowl game, oh, I, they'd be in the new, they would be in the New Year's Six. Oh, absolutely, but, no doubt. Yeah, no doubt. And then people would stop asking why Matt Rule left to go to Baylor. Right. Yeah, in in two years, <laughs> he's been there two years, and he inherited a mess. Yeah. And they're playing for the Big 12 championship, and his one loss was in a game they were up 31-3. I'm telling you, it's the same blueprint that he did at Temple. He won, like, two games his first yeah. year. I think he won one at Baylor. Yeah. The next year he goes 500, gets bowl eligible. Temple, they didn't get in because I think Oklahoma State beat Oklahoma that that same yeah. day we beat Tulane. So mm-hmm. we ended up 6-6 six and six and sat home. But then the next year he jumps to 10 wins, and that's exactly what's happened at, at Baylor. And if you're an NFL team, if you're the New York Giants, absolutely, and you are looking at this guy, and he he was basically he was basically hired by the Jets, from what I understood. Like they, he was all but the the head coach, and something went wrong. One guy liked him, the other guy didn't. But but whatever, he's an NFL coach, and if you look at the franchise, and you're saying, man, within three years, he's going to have me on track to being a playoff team, you know? Yeah, and the guy down in Jacksonville loves him because he coached for one year under. Um... Tom Coughlin. Tom Coughlin. Oh, that, Tom yeah, maybe, right. and that's where he said. I mean, Matt said he learned more that year 
coaching with him. Oh, he'll be in the pros. I, yeah. I mean, I, I shouldn't say that with certainty because maybe he gets a great college. I mean, you know, maybe Notre Dame comes looking at him. Like, yeah. you know, if Kelly ever gets whacked, or I, I don't yeah. know what these other schools well, are thinking. State, Penn State's the other option. Penn State, sure. If Franklin, yeah. you know, and look, they could end up in the Rose Bowl, right? Mm-hmm. But the yeah, bigger, against Oregon or something. Right, but the bigger story for Penn State will be if USC does fire Clay Helton, which is up in the air, or mm-hmm. if these rumors of of uh, James Franklin flirting with Florida State are true, hmm. how much does how much does Penn State really push it to 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 keep him? He's had three yeah. ten win seasons, and and once again, I, I I he might be a slick guy that you don't like. No, but I'm he ju- may not be great in big games. He's had yeah. three ten win seasons, and but it's going to come down the it's going to come down the money, right? But but you make it sound like like Penn State shouldn't. And look, Penn State probably would let him go. I'm guessing, but yeah, I I, I, I just so. can't see why people are always so down on a guy who's won ten games this year. They were only supposed to win seven or eight. He's won ten. He might go to Rose yeah. Bowl for crying out loud. Yeah. And yet, well, you know, he's James Franklin. I don't like him because he's you know because he's James Franklin. Okay. Well, Whatever. Well, if you're at Penn State and you're winning 10 games and you have a chance, if you finally beat Ohio State to play for a championship, why would you flirt with other jobs? Well, more money, maybe? more money. But if you think people don't like him, well, I, I actually <laughs> talked to somebody. I actually talked to somebody who says that one of his things he will go to Penn State and try to get is uh, increase in his assistant coach's money. Okay. Uh, fair. That's fair. Upgrade in lash. In the practice facilities, right? And that's yeah, okay. I'll, okay, I'll, I'll buy that. Yeah, turfing Beaver Stadium. <sighs> turfing it. Turfing it. What? What does or that do? They, what are, yeah, I understand the practice stadium? facilities. I understand the money. He for your feels assistance. that they, because of the surface up there, mm-hmm. it's too slow. It's too slow, and it loses some. Appeal in recruiting when you compare it oh, to oh turfing and meaning turfing. putting turf putting yes. turf on a grass field no no turfing okay turfing well what does well, Ohio, okay. what does Ohio State and Michigan have are they already turf. official yeah yeah they got turf so it's not an outlandish request right plus no. Franklin also wants to bring this is what you learn at PIAA games Franklin wants to bring more Pennsylvania high school championship football up to Beaver Stadium. And it goes to, instead of Altoona or Hershey, instead of Hershey, or, yeah. So if you do it, you have to have turf because of the the field right. conditions. See, I don't have a problem with any of those things. I don't either. If but I'm Penn but State, it's expensive if you're Penn State. Yeah, yeah, I know Penn State's like the Catholic Church; they don't have money. The yeah, exactly. if, if I'm Penn State, I want maybe the, that was not the best analogy, Mike. No, it was a very good analogy. If no, I'm is, Penn that's State, exactly why I listen to this podcast. Yeah, but if I'm Penn State, why wouldn't I want to have the championship games here? I'm the State College of Pennsylvania. Yeah. The championship games should be there. Kids from I Pennsylvania agree. should want to go to Penn State. They should. Yeah, I mean, I, I all those things you told me. I, are realistic. I don't think they're... they're uh, no, but I mean, he's uh, fighting for his... I mean, every, every head coach should fight for his assistance to get more. Yep. Um, what was the other thing? The, the practice facilities, absolutely. Why, I, I mean, I don't know if they have good... Like it's okay. They've they've redid it obviously after what happened earlier in the decade with the most with the coaches Sandusky that go thing. in. I mean, when you you know this, Harry. When like when Golden, it's a totally different situation. I'm not. But when Golden came into Temple, he basically yeah. said, "Guys, <laughs> I'm not even stepping foot there until you tell me that we're going to have a practice facility." And even the one they had was 
not great, but it was well, something. And it's also part of the arms race in college football. Sure. You see what Clemson yeah. has and Alabama sure. and the hydraulic. I will bet you that Matt Rule, if he stays at Baylor, will go into his people at some point. I don't know what Matt has down there. And we'll say, hey, guys, I, that's, that's what Oklahoma has. <laughs> that, that, that's what yeah. Texas has. Yeah. I want some of that. And yeah. that's probably why he's going to end up with the Jets. <laughs> or the Jets. And, and honestly, the Jets may have lesser facilities than Alabama. Who knows? Point. Harry, no, no, you didn't ask him about Aaron McKee. Aren't you going to ask him about basketball? Yeah. Uh, You in love with Aaron McKee right now? I I am right now. And uh, I I tell you, I put this on the the Scoop message board. I said, I I haven't seen this level of competitiveness in a Temple Owls basketball team in quite some time. Uh, These guys seem to be, you know, wanting to rebound, wanting to, you know, to, to take contact going into the, into the lane and, the, you know, play defense and share the ball. And they look like they're having a ball, too. They look like they're having fun. I, it's been a while since I've seen players really you know, kind of look like they're enjoying themselves in a, in a Temple uniform when it comes to basketball. And I, I owe that to, uh, you know, to Aaron and, and, and his staff. I think they've, they're way ahead of schedule as far as the way they look on the court. Now, he's got a – He's got to recruit, and that's really what it's going to come down to. But these first six or seven games, I, I, I'm really enjoying what I'm seeing. Yeah, I mean, who's? I mean, look, I love Dunf. You know, I mean, I, I covered Dunf for 30 years. Sure. So, but you know, I, I'm Aaron was one of my favorites. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. going to root like hell for him, and and um, yeah, I don't know if they're going to get to the tournament this year. That might be asking a little too much. Uh, but I think sometimes a fresh blood, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Can be a good thing. Sure. You know what's going to be fascinating? Them and Villanova do not meet till the middle of February. Yeah. February. It's a late, it's a late yeah. game. It's a late yep. Big Five game. Yeah. Going to yep. be if you know if Villanova by then should be better than they are now. Mm-hmm. And it'll be fascinating to see where Temple's at after they kind of go through a little bit of the meat grinder in the American. And the other thing right. is, I mean, when Dunf took over for John. You know, it was time, and people right. forget, but Dunf yep. won three straight A-10 titles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know they didn't win in March. I, I Well, they didn't win in March after that, but, I mean, three straight A-10 titles. Mm-hmm. And it, it was just like there was like an infusion of, you know, Dunfdom. Energy. Yes, yeah. and, and I, you know, I'm hoping that the same thing kind of happens because Temple should be good in basketball. I'm not saying they should be Villanova. I'm not, you know, wh- whatever, they, but, uh, but just be good. Yeah. Just be good. Get to the tournament, you know, most years, and um, yeah. you know, see what happens. Yeah. Harry Mays from the Mays and Aton show on 97.3 ESPN out of Atlantic City. You can catch them on, on Thursdays. The, you can go down to Dolphy Ford. No, no, they're not there anymore. Oh, but they're no. up at Parks, right? We're in Parks on Friday. I right caught. Well, that's good. We're at uh, the uh, Bury the Hatchet locations. Oh, okay. The axe throwing places. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Don't look. <laughs> I might kill somebody. Yeah, we're not we're not taking Kern there. Jeez, no, no. I've I've no. seen them. I've seen no, some of you those. No, you don't want to see me after I talk to Comcast for an hour about my bill. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll get in that. We'll get into that in a minute. All right, Harry. Thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks, guys. I enjoyed it. All right, Be Harry good, Mays. Man. Harry Mays joining us here on the Work and the Bee podcast. Um, Harry, good people. Yes. Um, yes. It's a lot of good people in our business. I know. And most of them are on this show at some point. <laughs> we try to. We try. We, have we had a bad person on yet? Not, not. Well, even if I, we did, I wouldn't tell you. But I know. 
I, I, off the top of my head, no, no, and we, and there's still many that we haven't had, we haven't tapped. Yeah. And, you know, I can, I can think of a Mr. Girardi at some point. I can think of a Mr. We'll Rob, him. Robbie Ellis. I can think of a Mr. Michael Barkan. Yeah. Uh, I'm leaving. I know I'm leaving a few out. Dana. If you get, if Aton gets a free half hour, Dana. Da- oh God, Dana. Um, that's Kyle, Kyle Tony, Bruno. Tony, Bruno. Tony, yeah, we Bruno. can get Tony on. I'm sure. sure. Um, it's a plethora. So I, I asked some people to, I asked earlier, cause you know, we, we moved this show. We're normally on Tuesdays and I had a, I had to move it up because of, uh, uh, some family things going on tomorrow. Um, so, um, the, the question I, uh, you know, I asked a question, you know, ask Mike anything, which is what I love doing occasionally. Sure. Okay. So we were getting responses back from people on, and again, our buddy, uh, Hedge Fund Harry. Yes. Okay. He, was he, more tw- he tweets us up all the time. Yes, he does. And he may be our biggest fan, and we appreciate him. Maybe he could be our sponsor. He could. I wonder what he... He's, he's, got, got, he's got money. Hedge Fund. Hedge Fund. Let's go for it. Come on. Who's more to blame, Doug or Howie? I believe that in cases like this, the blame is usually goes around. Like the, the, to me, the players have to own some of this too because they're ultimately the ones out there. I would put more in the coach, only because I know some of Howie's moves haven't worked out. But yesterday, I don't think it was about personnel, e- even though Doug was trying to make it sound that way. The Eagles are still better than the Dolphins. They were up fourteen in the third quarter. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think I I wonder about Doug. And I don't mean that he. I don't mean it like that. They should fire him, and he should. But, but I don't think There's he's the quickest. Plenty of reasons. I don't think he's the quickest thinker on his feet. Um, and I don't think you know something. That, and that's that, where he misses Reich. Yeah, but because Frank, I Reich didn't always is, think Andy was the quickest thinker on. It. I mean, you know, we would we would always talk about Andy not making adjustments and other yep. teams making adjustments. I see some of that happening with the Eagles too. Right. I mean, the Dolphins went in at halftime yesterday, and whatever they did. In the second half, you know, you can't be giving up 37 points to that team. Five straight touchdown drives? They haven't done that since Marina and Shula. Yeah. I'm serious. <laughs> I mean, like when, when, it, when, be five straight, when was the last time the Eagles scored five touchdowns on five straight drives? I mean, I mean, they've probably done it recently. Right, right, you know, Probably the Super Bowl. Maybe, did they five, though? Maybe that Lions-Snow game that one year? Maybe. I, I, but I'm saying, it doesn't happen, and the Dolphins average 14 points a game. Eagles didn't punt, you know, but once. Kevin, so. they can't lose Monday night. I mean, I, I know they could I, because it's football and they're going, they can't. I, I, I'm so over whether they win or lose but, at but, this point. But, I really am. But, it'll, but I'm telling you, though, it, to lose to the Dolphins on the road, okay, it stinks. It's embarrassing. To then come home on a Monday night and lose to your guys from up north who've won twice all year, whose coach is going to get fired, I mean, eh. <laughs> so, what, are, what do you think in Vegas? I could have got. By the uh, way, there's still they like it. The Dolphins, Giants, and Redskins. Mike, lose all three. Mike, they're still an eight and a half point favorite on, on Monday night. They should be. The Giants stink. They're at home. They're going to be favored at Washington. I don't care if Washington's won a couple games in a row. They'll be favored. They might be favored against the Cowboys here. The Cowboys could have two more losses by the time they play. Yeah. Hi, the Mike. division stinks. <laughs> I would say worse. 
and I know we're on a podcast, and I probably Go ahead, can't. say it. Nah, nah. Go. Nah. Say it. Nah. Say it sucks. Nah, nah, nah. Okay. Nah, it's going to go worse than that. Okay. I don't want to do that. Hi, Mike. First time, long time. Thoughts on the big Manchester United Tottenham match Wednesday night? See, now Frank Bertucci, God bless him, we're still alive. <laughs> Frank would be telling me everything I need to know about that. And it would make perfect sense. Because, you know, Frank loved his his uh, soccer. I call it soccer. You know. Took me to a pub a couple times. We would go down and, and watch the... Uh, Oi, he hit him in the bloody... Oh, and, and these English people would be just... Sh- oh, it was tremendous. And at that level, soccer is good. It is. Like, I can watch it at that level. The World Cup, they did the big Euro Cups coming up, right? And they just had the draw. Yeah, how about me? Uh, Portugal, France, and Germany. We've talked way too much soccer on the show. Are in the same group, which is like putting San Francisco to the, Ravens and um, the Patriots, the Patriots and the in Texans, the same yeah. group. Right, and only two come out. Um, I, 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 I amaze have, myself sometimes. I have a rant. All right, you have a Comcast rant. Uh, yeah, but I don't want to get into that. Okay, all right. I mean, somebody had Comcast trouble. is what Comcast is, and and they do because they can. We're talking about the cable and network, they, not the uh, the cable conglomerate, and, not and the. Look, they, they, what they do network. is they take channels away from you and raise your rates. And I finally got a girl on the phone that did, did help me uh, after a while because they had screwed me with something. Because, but it is what it is. Verizon might be the same thing. I don't know, but it just it, it just kills me to. That there's things in this world like like cable company doing what they want because they can um, going to a sporting event and paying 10 bucks for a soda because they can mm-hmm. and there's just certain things that I just shake my head at and there's nothing I can do about them I don't know why I waste my time because I'm an idiot um, but I've been dealing with Comcast for 33 years and I'm just sick of it I, and it's not the people that work there no. it's the company I- that they work for and I have a, we have a good friend, you know, uh, and he even, he was apologizing to me. I said, Mike, well, it's not your fault, dude. Well, he was apologizing to me because he felt bad. I said, my God, you're trying to do me a favor. No, I, and I, I probably said too much. Um, I, I got my rant. Go. So as some of you know, I've been substitute teaching. Um, and I was looking forward to going back today. And after a long week, we last week we had the whole week. You know, the kids were going to drive me nuts. Yeah. Last week we had the whole week off because of um because of uh you had the whole week off? The whole week off. Parent teacher meetings for the regular okay. teachers. I never heard of that. Monday and okay. Tuesday and okay. then Wednesday they gave my wife worked Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. So Okay. Looking forward to after a week to going back today and then the forecasters got involved. Mm-hmm. And as we look outside right now, it is not I see my grass. Well, probably snowed in Bethlehem. That's what they, when they come but on. But I'm down, in Ben Salem. But when Channel 10 comes on or three or six and they tell you there's snow approaching, the snow could be 90 miles from you, but it's still in the region. So I'm issuing, I'm issuing a challenge. Could be the hurricane. Did you get paid today? I did not. That sucks. Could be the hurricane. Could be to Cecily. Could be to Adam Joseph, could be to Melissa McGee, Kathy Orr, any of them. Sheena Parveen? Sheena's is not here anymore. I know, I miss her. She's in San Diego. Oh, she went. She oh okay. Yeah, she moved to San Diego Good after moving her. to. She went to DC, DC then right. went to San. Good Diego. for her. 
just please come on the show once and just talk about the art of trying to forecast. Uh, 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 John Bolaris. I'll take John. J-Bo. Jay, you, uh, John, you used to always talk to me on uh, when I was a beat writer about storms approaching. Hurricane, like, had me try to relay a message to the Phillies that they had to, can't, they had to pull everybody out of the stands because of lightning and everything. Just please explain to me. What, what somebody part, who has... What part of it don't you get? A financial interest now in whether schools are on or off. What part of it don't you get? They're making educated guesses. This is not an exact science. When the hurricane's coming up from the Caribbean and the person on the weather channel said, okay, there's three different paths it could take. We think it might take this one. Basically, they're, they should be erring on the side of caution. Right. They don't want to have a 30-inch snowstorm when they told you there was going to be two inches. Right. They'd rather tell you there's going to be 30, whatever the exact, the opposite of what I said. <clears throat> so they're going to screw up. And yes, is it, is it, but if they had told you today there was going to be no snow and you woke up and there was 10 inches, then you'd be mad the other way. And I'd probably be mad either way. It's just, it, 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 they're, they're not going to get it right. They're, if they get it right 50% of the time, they're probably doing well. And it, that's why I don't get, you know, but people must enjoy that. Yeah, the, they, the weather they is always the top story. Like, they'll come on, you know, the Pope could be like dying or something. And the top story will be, there's a system moving in from the Midwest. <laughs> and, and and I guess people are planning their days right? I mean, yeah. Hey, look, I like to know if snow's coming, so I can sort of whatever. But anymore, I'll just I'll wake up, and if there's snow coming down, you know, it's easier for me these days because I don't have to be places like I used to have to be places. Right. So it it does. But yeah, and that's why I hate the winners because the winners are always there's always that threat that something's coming. Um, do you have school tomorrow? Yeah, I do. Because they said there was like chance of bad weather tomorrow too. As far as I know, as we taped this at five o'clock, I have school. I mean, I got, uh, and then Wednesday I'm off for a funeral. I was supposed to meet somebody, a good friend of mine from Temple that I haven't seen in a while. We're going to meet up in Willowgrove, um, or or whatever to, for breakfast. And, um, I saw the forecast last night and I was like, and I just texted him. I think I woke him up actually. So do you, you know, I'm, I'm, but do you think we should just maybe postpone this? Like we'll reschedule. Yeah. And he goes, yeah, sure. And I woke up this morning because my wife had to go. I had to move my car. It's like seven thirty, and it was like, and I'm thinking, boy, I made the right move because it was kind of like, like a little slush maybe, but then it was nothing. Yeah. And I'm thinking like, but but I never like to take a chance because I know what the turnpike can turn into, you know, if you get on there. But it, I, I used to, get, I used to scream at the TV sometimes, the forecast. And then I just sat there and go, you know, they're, they're, they're trying just like I try and they're not going to always get it right. And if the system, you know, if the, if the system turns, thank you for totally taking the edge off my rant. No, your rant is fine, but it's, it's like, like my wife will look at me sometimes and say, what are you screaming at? Yeah. And I have to admit, she'll have a point, but that doesn't stop me from doing it. No. So, um, trying to think anything else. Thanksgiving. I'm sure, I'm sure your kids miss seeing you today too. Oh, yeah. The, I I don't know. How many days do you have to go to school in Ben Salem? Because like in Philadelphia, they have that rule where you have to go like 100 and uh, 180. Yeah, but I've been told it, it's really like 175 or 176 or something like that. But they remember they start now the week before Labor Day, so. And you don't? Oh, you, 
I didn't start, no. No, but when does Ben Salem start the same time as the Philadelphia school no, started? They start the week before Labor Day, yeah. Well, that's when my wife went in. I know. So if you have these more days off, like when do you make those days up to get to the 180? That's a state law, well, right? Since I think Monday and Tuesday were technically parent-teacher days. Uh, it still counts. It still counts. Even if the kids aren't in school? I believe so. That's a novel concept. It is. Kids aren't in school, but we had school. Hmm. Kind of like developmental days. It's like saying Mike didn't eat, but he was at the food truck. Something like that. I'm going to ponder that question. Um, you know what I was pondering last week? You'll love this. <laughs> Try to do some of your own Thanksgiving. Find a Jack in the Box. And just make Jack in the Box my Thanksgiving. I think that you would know, be I, thought I, was, I think that would be tremendous. I thought I was bad when I was looking for a McDonald's on Thanksgiving morning to get a sausage and muffin before my game. No, that's not bad because you needed breakfast. It wasn't like you were getting it at four o'clock in the afternoon to take the place of your turkey. That no. would be bad. But I'm just saying one year Yes, the turkey was outstanding. Thank you for asking. My wife did a wonderful job. There you go. But I'd have to like if I'd have to be somewhere where like Baton Rouge or something, visiting Bernard or something, and and just say, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to Jack in the Box. I'm going <laughs> to eat tacos, onion rings, and maybe a uh, burger, but mostly tacos. All right. We're back on Thursday. We should point out it's going to be Todd's Lucky on Thursday. We're going to be recording. What's he going to tell us? Uh, Philly's winter meetings start. How many, how many ex-Yankees are they going to sign? Exactly. Philly's winter meetings will start on Sunday. So Zach, They're going to win the offseason again? They're the champions. They're the reigning champs. <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) All right, Michael Jack. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Harry. Thanks to Harry Mays. Thanks for you for listening. This is Work of the Beat. Take care.